0: Welcome, Dr. James Beckett Sports Card Insights. It's a special outtake episode of a special edition of Hobby Hotline. Hobby Palooza was uh, July 10th and 11th, and the Hobby Hotline crew, all 10 of us, had the distinct honor of batting leadoff. For the Hobby Hotline episode that day, which was the beginning of the Hobby Palooza, which was a 24-hour live YouTube presentation of 24 different content creators, so it was terrific. I participated in a couple of them and enjoyed that. I've excerpted mostly about the National. It's interesting. This is going to be right after the other episode from the previous month about the National. I like to let those episodes come out and percolate, where I'm not getting out ahead of the actual episode. But thanks, Tops Panini Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Hugs and Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards. Burbank Sports Cards, Compsy.com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. I want to again thank my co-hosts on Hobby Hotline. Stimulating conversation every week. I'm only on once a month, and I try to present out of that hour, probably 10 minutes of stuff on the National that's exciting. You know, National's coming up. (laughs) It's going to be great. Here is the discussion from Hobby Hotline.
1: What makes a successful national? Is it the most sales, the best buying opportunities, the highest attendance? For me, it's meeting people and solidifying the relationships I've been able to make with all of you and and many others throughout the past year. Dr. Beckett, he's done the national in more different roles than any of us.
2: Right.
3: I believe you've set up at the national. You've been a corporate person. You've walked around. You've done other things. You even won a, a flipping contest one year. So tell us about the evolution and some of the things like the flipping and trivia that you think are missing now that we'd like to get back, or is that, genie out of the bottle forever?
0: Too many questions there, Rich. We don't have a few minutes to deal (laughs) with it. But the comment I wanted to make about this year's Nationals, I think it could be the best one ever, in spite of the fact what's really strange now is that interest is at an all-time high and prices have softened a little bit. We may see that at the National, that sales are not... Over the top, but attendance is over the top, which ultimately, in long-term future, the hobby is great. We couldn't have month over month gains every single month for about a year, and so if the prices are a little bit soft, but interest is at an all-time high, to me that's a long-term win. So, Jeremy, that's responding to what you're saying. I think the measure is interest and number of people, the size of their wallets or what they spend at that show is less important to me in the long term. I think it could be a terrific show financially too. It could be a madhouse, and that's what I'm hoping for. So what that does, Rich, that squeezes out all your other questions of of, uh, the flipping contest and the seminars because people are there to make friends and make
4: money. When you talk about flipping contests, I was actually reading an old national program from the mid-80s. And first two days of the National, that Wednesday and Thursday, the show floor wasn't even open. It was all just social activities. There was a softball game one year. There were lectures, <laughs> seminars. Do you think we can go, ever go back to something like that? Or is it just going to be five days where the floors open and the extracurriculars are set off to after the show? Chris, for most dealers, set up at the National,
3: your average vendor, it's five to $6,000 out of pocket before you sell a card, which is part of your cost of goods sold. You're looking at things much differently. Why am I spending a day being social when I can be selling cards or buying cards on the show floor?
0: I've been at every National, and Chris, I went to those seminars, and I went to those flipping contests, and I went to those softball games, and dozens of people were involved. <laughs> the problem is now the promoters are concerned with what are thousands of people going to do? The, the numbers are so big. Rich remembers that softball game we were both in where we uh, got to know each other a little bit better. Rich, do you remember how big the crowd was watching?
3: We may have had 10 people watching. We were just playing the game. We were having yeah. fun. It
0: wasn't four score and seven. It was uh, not even a score. Yeah. Nah. If there's just not enough interest, what we've seen and in the YouTube channels, obviously, There's opportunity for virtual things like that, Chris.
2: I've seen a lot of people nowadays have their own Facebook communities they're a part of, whether it be through a group, a page, or whatever it may be. I've seen a lot of people organizing stuff like that for themselves that are pretty big because the groups are huge. And so I see a lot of outside stuff. I know Show Your Slabs and a couple other people are going to be doing some golfing stuff. There is some stuff that's going on. It's just I don't know if we'll ever see the National itself doing it. I think it's going to be... The people attending and the new businesses organizing it with the community they've spent a year talking to online and are waiting to see. So much of this going on at a time where a lot of people consider the market to be very soft. I don't think it's as soft as a lot of people think, but it is definitely in a down period in the ebb and flow of the hobby. What are your thoughts on all these people going to the national? Do you think this is going to be more of people looking at... More of a museum show, or are we going to see dealers looking to move stuff? Are we going to see people really looking to buy?
0: If interest is up as much as I think it is, and by all accounts, then this correction is a pause, it is a plateau, because if you want to point to things that are going down, there's some notable cards that are selling for a lot less than they were four months ago. But there's a bunch of examples of things. What you're going to find out when you get there is stuff that sells on Wednesday and Thursday and stuff that sits around till Sunday. That's one of the things we did when we were looking around, Rich and I and others, doing our price guide research. It's not even there on Friday or Saturday. It's gone. Now, if it's still there on Sunday, then it's either soft, you've either overpriced it, or there's too many in the room, something like that. But the really good stuff, Wednesday is still going to be spectacular and probably Thursday. When we're talking about whether this national is going to be bigger or better and uh, the configuration of the dealers, the other thing people aren't talking about is the movement, I think, in terms of the way people set up their tables toward quality over quantity. Yeah. The tables are displayed almost like works of art in their showcases. You're dazzled with the sparkling nature of all that. But Rich and I, and to Brody's point, if you're looking for singles and not super expensive singles... I'm curious as to whether there'll be more or less of those. If I walk up to a table and they have 100 cards on that table, that's probably not a table for me. But I think that's the trend, that people want to feature their best stuff and they want to get some big hits out there. But if I see a table that's crowded... Instead of sparse, I'm thinking, I wonder if there'll be something interesting there. And that's probably what, Brody, you've got to be mining as well. Otherwise, you're going to be paying big bucks for things prominently displaying. And there's a movement toward greater quality and more expensive items. The Dallas show was takeaway corporates. Is the national twice as good as Dallas? Or, Drew, you went to Philadelphia. Is the national going to be twice as good as Philadelphia? Because it's I, not going to be 10 times better.
2: No, I think it'd be twice as good. Um, you get the corporate setups you get the different things to look at museum displays are my favorite things to go through you get some of the bigger companies that didn't come set up or set up a little bit but not really put up their full display i think you get a lot more variety from around the country as opposed to more central and localized but both of those shows were absolutely wonderful i just think in sheer size and then just what i've experienced at the national compared to those last two shows i could see like one and a half, two times. <laughs> what, what do you think the attendance difference is between them a- and also
1: either the booth count or the table count? And just to my earlier comment, I love a small show too, but it's just, oh, you the know, yeah. Nationals is just a spectacle. But uh, attendance and table count, I'm curious, what's the, the ratio estimates between Dallas and National?
0: The, the table count at the National is going to be slightly bigger. Yeah. But not way bigger. Kyle's going to have 700 tables next weekend. Okay, so the National maybe slightly bigger for tables, okay? Right. Like I say, not counting corporates. For attendance, though, it could be 5X. Easily 5X. Five. Yeah.
2: yeah. Probably.
1: Another metric is just square footage because you know, the, to Jim's comment that's slightly bigger, if the Nationals 100,000 square feet, how much room is Kyle taking up in Dallas? I cannot wait to get to the Dallas show. I will be there within the next 12 months.
0: I think think Kyle is slightly under 100,000 square feet, and the National is almost 500,000.
2: Yeah, I I think you're uh, about dead on there. What do you guys think about the hobby post-National? We're hitting the biggest event ever, definitely the biggest National ever at a time where we're at a little bit of a dip. What are your feelings on the hobby going forward after the National? (laughs) How many of you are
4: familiar with a concept called the 30-year cycle? Rich innovation. innovation. (laughs) Now things go in a cycle. They they peak. And then we rewind 30 years to 1991. That was the peak of the hobby. We had 100,000 people at the National. Everyone was making money. Everything was hunky-dory. What happened after that?
2: Toward the end of
4: 91 and into 92, you started seeing products not selling as well. That culminated a year later with the 92 national where there were only about, what, 25,000, 30,000 people that went to that. I I think that that this 30-year cycle is repeating itself. We may not be at the peak, but we're approaching it. Have this conversation next year. I think the hobby might be in a slightly different place. What does everybody think about to
3: disagree with you slightly, the 91 National was in Anaheim, which was really a hobby hotbed. 92 was in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. Not even a, a big hobby area. I suspect if we had been in a place like Chicago, it did pick back up in 93 when we went to a more accessible hobby place. Plus, one of the things on a factual level is... We were printing more Beckett magazines in 1993 and selling more than we were in 1991. We hit a million circulation in 93 with the baseball magazine. You would have thought it the 91.
0: One comment here. What I like about hobby hotline is exactly this kind of discourse that we have every Saturday morning. I'm only on once a month, but mm-hmm. there's two kinds of content creators in the hobby. Those who tell you what to think and those who tell you how to think. And yes. the ones that tell you what to think are going to have egg on their face on a pretty regular basis as we move into this mixed market, I think everybody here are people helping hobbyists and even investors try to know how to think rather than what to think. Because none of us have the complete crystal ball. But every one of us has insights that we can share yep. that would help somebody to negotiate a hobby that's no longer a no-brainer. When everything's going up, everybody's a genius. That's not the case anymore.
3: Hey, one Jim, thing I am saying... I did see in the Dell show people taking modern, high-grade, and trading for vintage. I think we'll see a
1: lot of that at the National as well. There's such a buildup right now in the community for the National. Is there a risk of a post-National hangover? But then all the sports are starting up, so maybe that will help counteract that. People are looking at the National as an invigorating event, but I'm just wondering, post-National, what are we in for? The